the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It's always great to catch up with Josh Pick on Money Monday. And money is something that everybody needs and you should be planning for how to manage your money for retirement. And it's in the news so much, and it touches so many aspects of our life that I highly recommend Josh and his team at Aptus Wealth Management. For your wealth management, as you work toward retirement, you can reach out to them at 614-917-1040, or you can reach them on the web at aptuswealth.com. Josh hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show here on The Answer at 4 p.m. every Saturday. And, Josh, we got the rate hike from the Fed last week, a lot of debate about whether they did enough, didn't do enough, Uh, 0.25%, I guess, and they have a plan for how they're going to do it in the future. Did they do what you expected, and what do you think of what they did? Uh, well, they did what I expected. Uh, however, you know, there is some criticism as to whether or not they did enough. Either way, I think it points towards uh, their realization and the realization of the U.S. economy that inflation is a real thing. You know, I think oftentimes we hear politically that you know, it's nothing to pay attention to. Inflation isn't really a worry. Uh, but now you're seeing forecasts of potential inflation rates this year uh, going all the way up to you know seven eight percent ten percent to match what we did last year, so the Fed had to do something. Now it is unusual, Bruce, if the Fed does anything, admits a conflict or admits uh, a potential significant war like is going on in Ukraine. So even a quarter of a point, where I would have liked to have seen a little more, a quarter of a point with the indication that there are more to come is a pretty bold move, believe it or not. Even though a quarter doesn't sound like a lot uh, during a time like we're living in today, so. They are acknowledging that inflation is real, and they have to do something about it. Josh, pick our guest. He's with Aptus Wealth Management. You get a free consultation with Josh and his team. You get a $25 gift card to patronize a local business. Set that up online, Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com, or via phone, 614-917-1040. So I don't follow this nearly like you do, but it seems odd to me, uh, and maybe it isn't odd, that they've kind of charted their course for the future. They say they're going to have... uh, Six more increases this year. Did I read the headline right? And three in 2023, none in 2024. Or is are they locked into that? Is that and first of all, am I right? And B, are they locked into that? And if so, what do you think of that strategy? Well, they're certainly not locked into it. But you know, even the, the, the just the uh, the stance or the opinion or the inclination that that's what they plan on doing is really helpful. Believe it or not, it's helpful in that. Uh, you know, we hear inflation and we know how that impacts us at the pump. We know it impacts us at the grocery store. But I think the last thing on that list for a lot of people is how does that impact how I invest? And knowing what the uh, general plan is for interest rate hikes can actually help you guide your portfolio. For example, uh, when we know that interest rates are going to go up, for the most part, that is unfavorable for the bond market. So what does that mean for your portfolio? Well, maybe we need to figure out other ways to reduce risk, particularly if we're getting close to retirement, or at least we need to reevaluate the assets that we hold in bonds. So while it's 
perhaps detrimental to the overall economy to raise interest rates. It's necessary, and it also helps guide us to what we should be investing. Josh Pick is our guest, Aptus Wealth Management. Listen to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Saturdays, 4 p.m. here on The Answer. You can reach he and his team at 614-917-1040 or aptuswealth.com. You know, it strikes me when you say that by kind of laying out a course for the future, it does do one thing, and that's uh, take away the issue of volatility. And you always talk about how the markets and investors don't like volatility, so maybe that's behind their plan to kind of announce where they're going. Uh, perhaps, you know, because the market is a very fickle thing, right? People are always betting on where the market's going to go, and uh, oftentimes that betting or that forecasting creates volatility in the market, and perhaps knowing the plan could settle some of that volatility. But let's be frank, and historically speaking, you know, six, seven rate increases in one year typically is not favorable for the long-term virility of the economy. And, you know, we've been talking about the concept of stagflation for quite some time now, even on, on your show, Bruce, and we're starting to hear it more and more now in the overall media. And what is stagflation? It's a period of time where interest rates are rising, inflation is rising, interest rates are rising, obviously, to trying to combat that, while at the same time, the overall output of the economy is beginning to shrink. And we actually heard the Fed chairman use almost those exact words. So whether he was saying the word stagflation or not, he was describing exactly what the definition of it is. And the last time we've seen that is all the way back in the early 70s. So, you know, if you're thinking about what the future looks like, I don't want to make anybody panic, but you need to start making adjustments accordingly so that you can profit from this time in your investments and not get caught in the jet wash of a time like this. Josh Pick is our guest, and that's what they specialize in, adjustments, being nimble and knowing what's coming, assessing situations, and protecting your money so that it can grow, not decrease, during times like this. Aptus Wealth Management is located in Lewis Center, and you can get with them for a free consultation. It'll get you a $25 gift card to patronize a local restaurant. The appointment can be set up online at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com, or via 614-917-1040. Uh, I know you're way too young to have managed and done what you do now back in the 70s and 80s, and those are always the reference points, right? Highest inflation, 40 years, this, that, the other. It always dates back to Jimmy Carter or maybe even predates Jimmy Carter, but I'm sure you've studied it. So I w- it would strike me that everything evolves, everything gets better, more technology, more uh, clarity, more awareness, more history to learn from. So I'm sure you've studied that period of time. What can we gain from studying that period of time and whether we handled it well or didn't handle it well as we dug out of it once Ronald Reagan was elected following the Carter administration? Yeah, well, what we took away from it is in periods of time like that, there are certain asset classes that tend to fare better than others. And it certainly doesn't look identical, um, but during a period of rising interest rates, long-term bonds do not typically do well. So if you were looking at, for example, your safe money, your bond portfolio, you would want to look to uh, shorter-term bonds or even bonds that are linked favorably to inflation. If you think about rising uh, prices, well, what does that help? Well, certainly commodity prices are way up. We look at things like uh, you know, all of the wheat, corn, soy, et cetera, particularly wheat with the, uh, the invasion of Ukraine, um, is skyrocketing. So uh, not to mention gas, et cetera. So real assets and commodity prices tend to fare well. Value-based stocks, stocks that have big moats around them. Think of the, you know, the Warren Buffett approach, the stocks that are all weather, 
uh, tend to do very well. And I think dividend yields are going to be very important, more so than they have been in the past. But all of this, I think, points to a direction of constantly evaluating and constantly trying to improve your situation. So when you're trying to improve your situation, you're trying to constantly investigate where are the good opportunities and where do I look like I'm too exposed and how can I help change those things to limit volatility to make it a little more palatable for the future. That's in the managing of retirement assets. And then obviously from a budgetary perspective or trying to save money or there are ways that we can cut costs. Anytime you reach a time in the economy where things get a little scary or a little stagnant uh, or volatile, you want to try and figure out ways to improve that situation. And that's why it's so important to constantly reevaluate where you are and where you're going. Yeah, let's talk about that. And we're talking with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management, 614-917-1040, Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. I mean, everybody like a raise. Uh, sometimes you can c- kind of sort of give yourself a raise by finding money somewhere in how you're allocating your money or what you're doing. One of those ways, interest rates going up, like people have been, a lot of people have been refinancing. If the rates are going up, is this a time where you should say, no, no, refinancing off the table or the rates still good to where you need to assess that? And are there other places in a budget where people can find money that they can maybe pull from one pocket, put in another that at this time would be a prudent decision? Absolutely. And and the, the name of the game there is being proactive and actually taking the time to do it. Um, shockingly, most of us go through you know our day-to-day lives just thinking about getting things done. We have kids, we have jobs, we have a lot of stuff to tussle with. But at least once or twice a year, you should go back and reevaluate not just your mortgage, which it may still be a good time to refinance your mortgage depending on your situation. Uh, I know a lot of people already have done that, but uh, I think the days of you know, rates dropping and falling and constantly being able to refinance are probably behind us for the quite distant future. But if you haven't done that yet, take a look. But let's think about other things like I've had this life insurance policy forever. Have I looked at how much I'm paying versus the value that I'm receiving mm. on this particular life insurance policy? Is there a way I can trim costs? And that applies to all insurance, you know, your auto insurance. How often do we actually shop those types of things? Or, you know, your cable bill. I mean, there's always ways that you can go back and cut costs. And I'm certainly not telling people to figure out a way to live cheaper. But why pay more for the same thing? Uh, And all it does is uh, all it takes is just a little bit of time. And it's part of the process that we review, at least in things that we can control in our blueprint process here at the office. Well, those are all smart suggestions. That's what you get when you get a professional wealth manager like Josh Pick and Aptus Wealth Management. 614-917-1040, Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Their officers are located in Lewis Center, and Josh hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show here on The Answers at 4 p.m. Saturday. Get a free consultation for your time. You get a $25 gift card to patronize a local business, but the knowledge you gain is really priceless. So that makes a lot of sense to me. And one of the other things that I was wondering about, we're approaching April 15th. This is kind of the time where people get clarity on their taxes. Do I owe or do I get a refund? You know, I'm curious of your clients, uh, do most owe or do most get a refund? And that's one place where you can perhaps give yourself a raise. If you're getting a huge refund at the end of the year, like you can also get that money and in little increments by adjusting your withholding, can you not? You absolutely can. Um, Now, there are certain people, quite frankly, Bruce, that rely upon that refund and they use it for different reasons and they realize, uh, which you almost have to give them credit for this level of kind of understanding themselves. They realize that they're not going to save the money uh, throughout the year, so the refund pays for X. So they like refunds. But in general, we all know that 
you know, getting a huge refund is literally akin to just giving the government money throughout the year for free. So a better suggestion would be if you're getting a $6,000 refund uh, this year, you know, adjust your withholdings at work to put $500 per month back in your pocket. Now, so that you're not foolish with that $500 per month, also a great time to say, hey, I'll give myself a raise of $100 a month, and I will save $400 a month automated out of my account mm. every single month. And you'd be surprised, you know, in that example, $400 a month over 30 or 40 years, we're talking about millions of dollars here. It's a, it's a significant difference. Um, I recommend that everybody do that. Uh, it should be very easy with your HR department, and that's something that we can help you kind of work through here at the office as well. That makes so much sense, and they'll have other sensible ideas for you, help you understand why you do certain things. I always say you have to know what you should do, but you also should know why you do it. Aptus Wealth Management helps you do that. Josh Pick and his team, get a hold of them, 614-917-1040 or aptuswealth.com. Listen to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show on Saturdays here at 4 p.m. on The Answer. Get that $25 gift card when you meet with them, free consultation, no obligation, and you can patronize the local business. That helps the economy, helps keep businesses in business. Always great to talk with you, Josh. Thanks for your time today. You as well. Thanks, Chris. Well, as we close this Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show, I want to chat briefly about an editorial from the Columbus Dispatch editorial board. It is the epitome of leftist understanding being a mile wide and an inch deep. The headline says, our view, $4 gas prices, yet another reason lawmakers should get on board Amtrak's plan. Oh, yes. The newspaper that loves Joe Biden loves Joe Biden's supposed favorite means of transportation. And they say they've been about Amtrak long before Joe Biden extolled its virtues and the cost of gasoline means that trains in Columbus make perfect sense. Because we need to become a society that's more stocked with electric vehicles and invest in public transportation Systems that are accessible, affordable, functional, and equitable. Oh, yes, equitable. Uh, Cars are not equitable. Like, you can get a job, you can save your money, you can buy a car, you can buy gas. Pretty equitable. I don't think any car dealer in Columbus refuses to sell cars to people who are not white if they have the money. But let's dig into this a bit. Uh, It was only recently, and I perused their... uh, website every day, that the Columbus Dispatch was bemoaning the creation of I-70 and I-71 through town. Why? Because it disadvantaged minority neighborhoods. It is uh, systemically racist, they said, to build highways through parts of town that divided neighborhoods, eliminated neighborhoods, and always black, poor neighborhoods. Well, There's an economic reason why highways and public eminent domain initiatives go into poor areas because they have to buy the land. Typically, people who are poor congregate in an inner city more than in rural areas. There's more preponderance of poor people or economically disadvantaged people in a city. I really don't know why that is other than it just is. And so if you have to pay for land, 
Well, you're probably going to pay what is deemed a fair price by the authorities in areas where the land is not as expensive as, say, it would be in Upper Arlington or Bexley or someplace like that. Maybe it's an economic decision and not necessarily a racially nefariously driven position. But to get back to the uh, need for Amtrak, look, people have habits. We have cultivated these habits over years and years and years and years. This is why the whole green agenda is a fool's errand. Because people are not going to pay the exorbitant cost of an electric vehicle when they can buy a gas-powered vehicle for half as much. You can say, well, don't you care about the environment? I can care about the environment. I recycle. I turn off my car when I sit at railroad crossings now to save gas, but I used to do it because, okay, we'll turn it off, give the environment a break. Do my little part. If everybody does their little part, it'll be a big part. But to change people's transportation habits is not practical, either economically or just conveniently. Like, I live out in a rural area. You're going to build a train to my doorstep? I'm supposed to take my car to a central location and then get on the train and on this Too much rigmarole. Too much rigmarole. I want to go where I want to go, when I want to go there. And then I might want to run up the street a mile or two to Walmart. I need to stop at Walmart. I need to pick something up. I need to drop off our recycles. Am I supposed to get on the train with my recycles? The recycling area in Hilliard that I go to, I drop my recycles off. Used to do it on my way to work. Now I got to find a place that's on my way to work now. And if I find it on the days that I have recycles, am I allowed to bring my bags and bags of cardboard and plastic jugs and stuff on the train with me? I don't have enough hands for that. You're trying to change people's habits, get them to understand that their own freedom, liberty, autonomy, practicality is worth sacrificing for the environment. I don't think you're going to be able to do that. And you're going to spend tens of millions and maybe a billion dollars or more on a system that most people just are not going to use. They're just not going to use it. I don't believe it that they are going to use it. And then I love, well, they cite, oh, but they've got a study. Oh, Bruce, they got a study. You bet they do. 77% of 800 Ohioans, wow, 800 Ohioans, took part in a July Nature Conservancy in Ohio poll. And shockingly enough, they favored, quote, investments to modernize and improve public transportation systems across the country. Okay, so 800 Ohioans who took part in a July Nature Conservancy in Ohio poll. Now, a couple things. If they took part in this poll, I would say they are predisposed toward advocating for environmental initiatives. Because if somebody calls me today and says, hey, would you do us the honor of being part of a nature conservancy in Ohio poll? I would say, no, I have better things to do than to chat about that topic because it doesn't concern me. Now, if somebody calls me today and says, hey, would you be part of a poll about teaching authentic American history in American public schools? Would you be part of a poll that talks about uh, authenticating the sexual uh, 
orientation of a person and, and requiring them to use the bathroom that matches their sex at birth? Would you be part of that poll? I'm, I'm stopping what I'm doing to be part of that poll. See, I'm, I'm in, interested in polls that align with my own personal initiatives. So I question, I question whether 800 Ohioans who were willing to take part in a July Nature Conservancy in Ohio poll are going to give you a clear picture of what all of the state of Ohio really thinks about the necessity for more Amtrak or high-speed rail or elevated trains in the state of Ohio. And the dispatch editorial board from its high and mighty office says, this city's metro area is the second largest in the nation without some form of intercity passenger rail service. Light rail, a subway system, and other transportation issues have been top of mind for those offering suggestions to the Columbus Downtown Development Corporation. And they go on to cite Link US, which is a multifaceted initiative led by, check out this super team. Link US is led by the City of Columbus, CODA, Franklin County, and the Mid-Ohio Regional Planning Commission. How smart do you think the initiatives are going to be coming out of not one, not two, not three, but four, four government agencies pooling their brain power? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.